Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michael Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels. Good day and welcome to the Bill Michael Show. We are on the air and we are glad you are with us on this Thursday. Thursday is Fantasy Football Day. Thursday is Bill Michael's Huddle Day, brought to you by Bud Light. So a lot of football coming up today. The Green Bay Packers getting set to take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And uh, I, I guess you just start out by looking at these teams and analyzing these two teams and thinking to yourself, okay, what do you fear the most? This game, I don't fear that this game is a trap game. This, I had somebody bring that up today. I did some Facebook Live this morning, and somebody was bringing up a trap game. After I got off the uh, Facebook Live, somebody sent me an email and said, I think this is a trap game. The Packers are overlooking. No, no. You're not overlooking Tampa Bay Buccaneers for two reasons. One, you have Tom Brady, and you got a pretty good head coach in Bruce Arians. But secondly, you're, you have been playing pretty well. I understand that. But you're talking about a team that's coming off of a somewhat of an embarrassing loss to the Chicago Bears. And especially the way it ended with Tom not knowing how many downs there were. No matter what they say, yeah, he knew. No, he didn't. He didn't know. No, Tom didn't. So no matter what they say, he didn't know how many downs there were. So it's an embarrassing loss to the Chicago Bears, a team that you thought you'd go in and beat. They are going to be loaded with anger. They are going to be loaded with, I'm not going to say revenge, but more so uh, trying to right the ship. So I'm not looking at this in any other light other than Tampa Bay is you, – you are squarely in their crosshairs. And it's a conference game. They feel that they may come up against you in the postseason. Uh, so there's there's a lot of reasons Tampa Bay is, is going to be loaded for this. And don't forget, this is going to be the first time the Packers are going to face fans. They're going to be fans inside the big pirate ship. So uh, now there's going to be, I think, like 15,000, but there's going to be enough to make some noise. So, no, the Packers, uh, the, there's no way you're overlooking this. Now, for all of those reasons I just stated and the fact that you watch a team like Buffalo, you watch a team like Kansas City, where they were you – know, Kansas City maybe not so much because Kansas City had a couple of close calls where they had some – you know, the balls bounced their way a couple of times and 
suddenly they walk away with victories. But you could say the same thing about the Packers, the Jair Alexander, you know, pick at half, the Shannon Sullivan pick, that uh, the pick six, that that strip fumble and uh, fumble recovery of uh, Preston or is it Area Smith? You know, I mean, you can say that the Packers have come up with some key moments where the games could have swung in an opposite direction. So I, I, I look at the Packers. Look, offensively, now this is going with pro football uh, focus statistics, okay? Offensively, the Packers are the number two offense rated right now in the National Football League. Number one is the Seattle Seahawks. Number three is the Cleveland Browns, by the way. Number four, L.A., and number five, Minnesota. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, number 12. Number 12. The top-ranked passing offense in all of football, that's the Green Bay Packers. Packers rank 95.5 out of a possible 100. Seahawks, number two. Rams, number three. Buffalo. But Tampa Bay at number five. Tampa Bay at number five. The number one pass-blocking offense in the National Football League, Green Bay Packers by far. Uh, oh, I, I take that back. Excuse me. The Packers rate higher than the Buccaneers do. Buccaneers at number 12, Packers at number 3. Cleveland Browns at number 1, and New England Patriots at number 2. That's right. The Patriots' offensive line has been pretty good, and uh, the protection because of Cam Newton, his ability to scramble, has been pretty good as well. Now, the receivers, uh, as far as receiving balls uh, that are within reach, Minnesota's been number one, Tennessee number two, Buffalo, Dallas, Las Vegas round out the top five, followed by Seattle, Kansas City, Miami, L.A., and Houston. Packers fall down to number 19. Buccaneers, though, at number 24. Now the run offense, the Green Bay Packers in this particular uh, uh, ranking uh, comes in at number 22. While the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they can run the football a little bit better, and they utilize the run. Uh, they come in at number 10. So that's the, the Packers rank highly and, and in most categories above the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but the Buccaneers have a, a little bit better ability to run the ball. Now, overall defense, overall defense so far this season, number one is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Packers sitting at number 13. Which is, for the Green Bay Packers, is not bad with the potency of the offense that they have. That's kind of what you were hoping for. You know, if you can get that up there right around 11, maybe number 10, yeah, then you're talking about a team that's 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 Super Bowl bound. But uh, Tampa Bay, number one ranked defense uh, in the league. Uh, they are ranked number seven against the run. Um, they have the number three pass rush in the league. They have uh, the number one coverage unit in the league, ranking-wise. The Packers number eight in the league. That's how good the Packers secondary has been. But I think that goes hand-in-hand, obviously, with their pass rush up front. And they've been utilizing guys differently this season. So, um, you know, and by the way, the number one tackling team in the league is the New England Patriots. They're always fundamentally sound. Uh, But then you start looking. Tampa Bay comes in at number four, or excuse me, number 14. Tampa Bay at number 14. The Green Bay Packers, when it comes to tackling, the grades of tackling, Packers are number 27. So, uh, what do you fear more? Uh, Going up against that defense, or do you fear more going up against Tom Brady and the offense? 855-830-8648. A lot to throw at you early on. 855-830-8648. Again, 855 
830-8648. If you want to chime in, go ahead and do so. What are you fearing more? What are you concerned more with? Are you concerned more with, you know, the, uh, the, the Tampa Bay defense, which is pretty good, or that offense, which can run the football? They're not great passing, even though they do have Tom Brady. It's been off. So go ahead and give us a shout there. Uh, this portion of the program brought to you by our good friends over there at uh, Bud Light. Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Again, the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Coming up tonight, got the Bill Michaels Huddle, 6-8. to Going to have a good one tonight. We've got Andy Herman and Ross Uglum of PackerReport.com going to be joining us on the program. Good panel tonight. Don't forget to look for the uh, Facebook Live prior to. Go to Facebook.com slash The Bill Michaels Show, and that is brought to you by our friends at Bud Light Seltzer. Unquestionably good with five different st- uh, five-step filtration process that ensures the cleaner finish. No lingering aftertaste, only 100 calories. And don't forget, cranberry, grapefruit, pineapple, strawberry, they got it all. Go to BudLight.com. This one is from Jacob who says, I fear their defense more. They can really put a licking on you. I want to see Devontae Adams coming out of this game really, really healthy. What do you think of him tweeting out about his frustration and then pulling it down? Uh, But that's a great question. Let's do this. Um, I I want to come back and address that because I think in just a minute, I don't think it's it's really – um, it's really, uh, you know, does it any do justice, but I do want to talk about it just a little bit. And I, look, I don't have any negative feelings at all towards Devonte Adams. None, none. In fact, I have just the opposite. And, uh, when we come back, I'll explain why. So stay tuned. Uh, this is the Bill Michael show. Everywhere in Wisconsin, the Bill Michaels sports talk network. I tell you what, COVID got you down, or the quarantine got you down, or maybe you just uh, life in general got you down. It's been that kind of a year. Uh, I tell you, my friends over there at the New Mill Medical Center, they can help you out. It gives you a boost. Uh, as a matter of fact, I got up today. I popped out of bed about 6.30, got into the gym, had a terrific workout, had a little bit of running around to do, and uh, came home, and I was just kind of doing stuff around the house. I did the Facebook this morning. I mean, I did a lot today before we even went on the air, and it's and uh, the energy and, and such just from the uh, low-T treatments has been fantastic. But then you throw in the all-in-one weight loss program, I was out at a uh, an event last night uh, doing a you know kind of a photo shoot for uh, our friends at Sloppy Joe's as I had mentioned, um, who donated a nice check to the Fisher House Wisconsin uh, for their motorcycle ride that Joe and Ellen Hennis did and put on and they do such a great job. But anyway, long story short, um, it's just I, so much energy, feels so much better, looks so much better, and it really does work. I get that all the time. Does that does that really work? Yes, it does. We got into a great discussion about this last night, as a matter of fact. Had a really in-depth discussion about everything that goes on. I can't do it all in one commercial, but all you got to do is call 414-455-4451. That's 414-455-4451. That's the New Mill Medical Center, whether they can help you with the lack of energy and brain fog from low T or if you're suffering from ED or you just want to shed some pounds, take it from me. Call them, 414-455-4451. That's 414-455-4451. So Devontae Adams stated that, well, you know what, Um, I was frustrated. 
I was frustrated. I wanted to play. I felt like I, my body was ready to go. Uh, I felt I know my body pretty good, but I was frustrated. He said uh, it was not uh, too much uh, to read into it, just to say I was frustrated. Obviously, I'm a competitor. I think everybody knows that. Everybody knows what I'm about and how I play football. I don't necessarily obviously understand what the club's interest is and everything that goes with it. Uh, but being a competitor, like I said, and me being who I am, and he still sounds that 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 sentence alone still sounds a little bit like, what stake do they have in this? And I'll, I'll come back and readdress that. Uh, but he said I uh, obviously uh, felt at that point felt great to play. But even if I'm not 100%, I mean I've played uh, a few football games feeling 100%. So at the end of the day, and a lot of that factored into the decision. Uh, the one thing he did say is he feels even better now than he did when he when he sent the tweet out. So that's one positive. But when he says, um, I don't necessarily, obviously, understand what the club's interest is and everything that goes with it. In other words, it's like, look, I was ready to play, and nobody plays at 100% once the season gets going. So I don't know why you're holding me out. I don't know what this is all about, but I don't know why you're holding me out. I think the club looks at it as, you know what, uh, we're going to hold you out. Here's the reason why. And the reason why is because – we just want you as close to 100% because we can win without you. We can't win a championship without you. So we want we don't want you to be Julio Jones where every time you t- you know go to the football field this year you're you're pulling up midway through it saying I, I you know you've got issues because he was basically recovering from the same thing and came back a little bit too soon came back uh, that week to play against the Packers and re-injured himself and he's been complaining of the nagging injury ever since. They don't want that out of Devonte Adams. You know, when you see that, um, th- when you see that problem, that injury with Julio Jones, you kind of look at yourself and you say, "Yeah, there, but for the grace of God, go I." You know, so that's that's the reason. Nothing more. That's the reason. So I get it, and I'm glad he's frustrated. So going back to the statement, though. When Adam says, you know, the hamstring feels good, it feels even better than it was at that point when I the tweet was put out, um, the bottom line is he said, I'm a competitor. Being a competitor, like I said, and me being who I am and how I'm wired, even if I'm not 100%, which I said obviously at that point I felt great to play, but even if I'm not 100%, I mean I've played few football games feeling 100%. So in other words, look, I want to get out there. I want to play. I want to be, I want to be a competitor. I want to be with my guys. I love that. I love that. I mean, look, the Packers are probably saying, you know what? We get it. Just don't take it to Twitter. It creates a lot of things that, you know, we really don't need and you don't really need to deal with. But I love that. I love that he's a competitor. He's not He's not ripping the doctors. He's not ripping the organization. He basically says, I guess they know my body better than I do. In other words, saying, look, I haven't been 100% all the time. I want to go out and play. And they're telling me I can't. Why? Now you know why. Because they're trying to hang on to your body to try again, um, you know. Uh, Jan says, "Well, they've been able to win without him. The statistic is they're undefeated when he's not on the field. What's the big deal? The big deal is, and again, I, I, I've said this before, and, and Gary Ellison and I uh, discussed this during the postgame show the other day. Is you can win games without him, but when you get to the postseason, you need him." You're not going to win a championship, most likely, without him. He, he Put it this way, if you want to hedge your bets, would you rather have him on the field or, off, or risk having him off the field? I think you want to ensure as best you can, hedging your bets, that you keep him on the field. I don't think you want him 
um, you know, at 70% off the field or at 70% even on the field. I think what you do is you want him as close to 100% as you can on the field throughout the postseason. So if that means an extra week, do it. And you've already proven that you can win without him. So it's not a, a oh, my God, over-the-top, you know, palm-to-forehead necessity. You know what I mean? So that's the that's the that's the decision making process for the Green Bay Packers. But I love the fact that Devontae Adams wanted to play. Absolutely positively love it. Uh eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight. Uh rain all gas, no effing break. Uh he says I'm not really worried about either offense or defense. The Saints defense is what I was worried about the most. Um, okay. I would agree with that. Going into that game, going into that game, completely agree. But now, looking at this, I just gave you the statistics on this. You know, the number one defense in the National Football League, overall rated, is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. By the way, the Saints, 12th. You know who's right behind the Saints? Packers. And the Baltimore Ravens had one of the better defenses in the league. That was until they ran into uh, Patrick Mahomes and company, and they went from number four down to number 11. Patriots overall, number nine. Um, then it goes from there. you got uh, Tampa Bay, Denver, San Francisco, uh, Indianapolis, Pittsburgh, Seattle, tied with the Bears at number six, which is just amazing to me because the Seattle defense is just so bad. Seattle's run defense is really good, but their pass rush is that's where they start to fall off the charts. The pass rush and their pass defense is 26th in the league. 26th in the league. Their tackling ability, they get their hands on you. They're number three in the league. Their pass rush is 26th. Their coverage is is 11th. So you put in the fact that their pass rush is nil and their coverage is 11th. That puts you against the pass probably right around number 16, 17, something like that. That's that's the reason Seattle's defense takes such a beating because in ball games when teams throw the football, they're good up front. They're good in the trenches. They just can't get to the quarterback consistently, but they can certainly hang on to the run. The run against the Seattle uh, Seahawks is more of a necessary evil. Keep them honest, keep guys up in that box, and then open up the pass game. And they don't cover real well. And they don't get to the passer real well. 855-830-8648-855-830-8648. Mark says the Tampa Bay defense, I've seen them. They're really good. Look what they did to Nick Foles. Oh, yeah, that's Nick Foles. Granted, Chicago does not have a great offense. Nobody is going to claim that that's a juggernaut by any stretch of the imagination. As a matter of fact, they can't even run the football. But Nick Foles was able to throw. You know, the fact that you know going into the game against the Bears, Montgomery hasn't done anything. That offensive line just doesn't open up holes, and Montgomery is not a quick jump cut back. He's just not. And they haven't done anything in the run game. Knowing that going in, knowing that you have to just manage the run and defend the pass, gives them they do have some downfield threats. It gives them, you know, you know what they're going to do. And with Nick Foles, they executed better now than they did with Mitch Trubisky. So, you know, Allen Robinson is solid. Ten Ginn, good. Uh, you know, Anthony Miller, 
Uh, Corderell Patterson's getting more and more into the mix. Um, so uh, they've got some speed. They've got the ability to move the change. And obviously, Jimmy Graham has had a resurgence. Cole Komet really hasn't done much this year because Jimmy Graham has found the fountain of youth for whatever reason, whether it's some of the Chicago-style pizzas or what. But uh, nevertheless, Jimmy Graham is playing extremely well for them, something that he did not do here in Green Bay. So they have found something offensively to keep it moving. But you know David Montgomery and Ryan Nall, and, and they're not doing anything. It's not happening. They don't have anything back there. And then they're sustained by their defense. Their defense can put points on the boards, uh, board for them as well. Uh, 855-830-8648, 855-830-8648. Coming up here at the bottom of the hour, Tom Krasnicki, uh, the host on 620 WDAE and 95.3 FM down in Tampa Bay. We're going to get our first look at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We'll get his thoughts on this team coming out of that loss to the Bears and the fact that they've had a couple of extra days to kind of get it all together. But uh, we'll get into that discussion coming up here at the bottom of the hour. This portion of the program brought to you by good friends, Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. And the 555 deal, it ends today. So if you've thought about it and you're thinking, eh, maybe I should, and you're waiting on whatever decision is you're waiting on, whether it's the wife to say okay or the husband to say okay or the significant other or whatever, uh, get a hold of them because the 555 deal is coming to an end. Five years, no interest. Five months before your first payment. 5% bonus savings. All you have to do is get a hold of our good friends over there at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Go to PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com. And uh, they have tremendous windows and doors. As a matter of fact, with the wind that is howling outside right now. I was in here last night, um, and I, I went to bed. You could really hear it, like, pounding against the window because you could hear the uh, the leaves and such hitting my windows. But what you couldn't hear was the wind. You could hear it maybe via the house, but you couldn't hear it outside of the windows. The windows are that solid. You know, I, th- I was really interested. I, I got up, and I was listening against the, the patio door, because uh, I've got a bunch of them here. i got five different patio doors in the house, and I'm listening against the one that's in my bedroom, and I'm, I'm kind of listening. I'm like, wow, that's amazing. You can hear it kind of against the house, but you don't hear the wind coming through the doors or coming into the doors. That's how good they are. That's how solid they are. And if they can do that and keep the wind out, well, then, you know, most chances are going to be that they're keeping the cold out, they're keeping the heat out in the summertime, they're beautifying your home, and they're adding value. So check out our friends at PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com. Stop into the showroom or the uh, or the Experience Center, but just go to PellaWI.com. Let's do this. When we come back, Tom Krasnicki, host of 620 WDAE AM and 95.3 FM down in Tampa Bay going to be joining us talking about Tom Terrific and you tell me uh, Tom how good is Brady or is he aging before our very eyes stay tuned more of the Bill Michael show next Wisconsin wide the Bill Michaels sports talk network I was uh, talking to my buddy Sean today from Epoxy Flooring Done Right. They, uh, they're they loving this. Uh, not the fact that uh, people are stuck in a pandemic, but people have decided to beautify their homes, their businesses, industrial-wise, and they're busy. So two things. One, if you are looking for a job, he needs help. He needs help, whether it's painting or uh, putting these floors together. He needs help. 
So if you're looking for a job out there, maybe looking to change teams, uh, they're they're looking to, to hire. So check out our good friends over there at Epoxy Flooring Done Right. That is Epoxy Flooring Done Right. Also, uh, if you're looking for Epoxy Flooring or polyurea coatings and colors and finishes, warrantied for life, get a hold of Sean. Uh, go to epoxyflooringdoneright.com and find the phone number and get a hold of him because uh, he, he needs some help. He's like, I can't even take a vacation. He had to cancel vacation. They're so busy. So And he's looking for additional people. So... Um, again, go to Epoxy Flooring Done Right. We now go down to Tampa Bay and uh, talk to Tom Krasnicki, uh, hosting 620 WDAE and 95.3 FM down there. Uh, Tom, how you doing? Bill, doing great. How are you? We're doing well. So things, uh, you know, coming out of that Bears game, I thought were a little bit odd in the fact that I don't care what they say. Tom didn't know how many downs there were. But uh, I would assume that this team is salivating at the, shot, at, at the shot at getting back on the field and trying to get themselves a win and to do so against a team like the Packers that are undefeated. Well, that's their mindset. And, look, if they're going to even hang with a team like the Packers or off to such a great start, as you know, they have to cut down on the mistakes, specifically the penalties, Bill. I mean, that's killing this team right now. And you look at what they're doing last week was such a sloppy game in terms of penalty after penalty. There was 11 of them all together. The pre-snap penalties are the ones that really irritate head coach Bruce Arians to no end. So they need to cut down on some of those mistakes if they're going to hang with the Packers this week. That was going to be my next question because Tom is not used to that. In, in New England, there wasn't any of that. That was a ton of discipline via uh, Bill Belichick. Is that something that Arians needs to crack down on? I mean, when you're talking about no fans in the stands and you're having pre-snap penalties, that's that's more concentration than anything. It really is. And when you look at what the Bucks' offensive line did in particular, I mean, Tom was hit early and often last week against the Bears, they could not block Khalil Mack. Left tackle, right tackle, I mean, they tried everything, and he was still getting to the quarterback. But the 11 penalties is something that concerns the Bucks greatly. And you saw the infamous Tom Brady sideline tirade, and that was against the offensive line for some of those mistakes that he is not accustomed to seeing. Like you mentioned, when he was up in New England, they were among some of the least penalized teams in the NFL, and now he gets here, now, and the Bucks are committing – nine, ten penalties a game, and, you know, that has to be a concern, absolutely. So you can't get in the locker room, so you don't get a chance to really do that, hey, between you and me thing. What is the sense you're getting after Tom so publicly just ripped the hell, dropping F-bombs and everything, his teammates, uh, over some of the issues? Because, uh, you know, many quarterbacks, including Aaron Rodgers, if he does that, he looks petulant. Tom is this hardcore competitor. So what is the vibe down there right now after that public chastising that they caught on the sideline? Well, I think it's because of who he is. That's why he's going to get a pass here, Bill. You know that. He's Tom Brady for what he is and what he's accomplished. So I think, and I mentioned this on my show several times this week, that you're going down a dangerous path when you – publicly on national TV, start ripping your teammates, and then all of a sudden at the end of the game, you forget what down it is. But because Mm -hmm. he's Tom Brady and what he's accomplished, I think he'll certainly get a pass. I think the teammates love him, and I think they will get back to work this week, and they're motivated to try and rectify what happened last week. So I get a sense from the guys that, look, we played badly. We deserve to get ripped. And even Bruce Aaron said, listen, Tom can handle that because he's the leader of that football team. He's the leader of the offense. He yelled at him and cussed at him, so I didn't have to. 
The uh, the offense, let's talk about that real quick. Uh, they run the ball pretty well. Passing, I'm going through pro football focus. I was reading a lot of the numbers earlier today. Uh, the passing game still is solid. Uh, what has, I mean, obviously there's been injuries too. So give us first and foremost the injury situation and who will or will not be playing this week. Offensively, they're getting healthier. Looks like they're going to have Chris Godwin back. He's been on the practice field. He was out there today. Mike Evans, who missed practice yesterday, was out there today as was Leonard Fournette. So it looks like offensively they're going to have all hands on deck, and they should be nearly at full strength for the game on Sunday, minus O.J. Howard, who ruptured his Achilles a couple weeks ago. He's out for the year. Now defensively, Bill, they could have some trouble. As you know, Vita Vea, a big part of what they do in the middle of that defensive line, he's done for the rest of the season, broke his ankle last week. That's a huge loss. The Bucks rush yeah. defense right now number one in the NFL, and that's going to be tested by Aaron Jones and I think the other opponents moving forward. And two other guys have banged up this week. Carlton Davis, who landed awkwardly while trying to defend the pass against Allen Robinson last Thursday, I guess injured his abdomen. He hasn't been practicing yesterday, wasn't out there today. Also, Jordan White had a very talented safety, sat out practice today with a knee injury. So that's of concern, too, to Todd Bowles and that defense. Going into a new system and working with a new head coach for the first time really in his career, um, has the transition – two things. One, has it been smooth? And two, have you seen progression from the beginning of the season to where they are now to the fact that maybe they're starting to get the, themselves – I'm not going to say into a rhythm because it didn't look great against the Bears, but the Bears have a really good defense. But getting more and more and more, we'll say, creative and kind of settling in, so to speak. Yes, because in the first week against New Orleans, against a very good defense – there were a number of issues. Brady threw a couple of picks, including the pick six and the first interception. You know, he saw coverage one way. Mike Evans saw it differently. You know how that happens, Bill. If the quarterback yeah. or receiver are not seeing the same thing, what ends up happening, an interception, a lot of fans will see it on face value and blame it automatically on the quarterback. But that one was on Mike Evans because he didn't see what Tom Brady was seeing. And that was an interception there. But I think the rapport between Brady and Evans has certainly been improving. It improved the next week. Brady had a five-touchdown game as well. So I think slowly but surely, the offense is getting better without a preseason, without much of an offseason. I know Brady got the guys together at a local Tampa area high school here, and they were throwing it around almost every single day. But I think slowly but surely, the offense is coming along. And I think in a couple more weeks, now that Chris Godwin should be back this week, that offense should be clicking. So talk to me about the rest of the NFC and what your thoughts are. Obviously, Seattle's undefeated. The Packers are undefeated. Packers have a very good offense. Seattle's passing offense has been been tremendous with Russell Wilson. But what do you see the balance of the NFC right now? I, I see the Packers right there at the top, believe it or not. I'm not just saying that because I'm on your show, and I'm sure a lot of Packer fans are listening, and they're very excited about it. But I've been very impressed with what I've seen out of Green Bay and what Aaron Rodgers has done through the first four games, not throwing an interception. I think defensively they're fine to Darius Smith, a heck of a pass rusher coming off a three-sack game against Atlanta. I really like what they're bringing to the table. And Seattle being 5-0 and has been very, very impressive. I mean, right now those are the two best teams in the NFC. And I got questions about the Saints. I know they're 3-2 and two and they won that overtime game, but if Michael Badgley kicks that field goal right at the end, I mean, they should be 2-3 and three right now. So I got questions about them and how they can kind of rectify the ship. When they get Michael Thomas back, they certainly should be a better team for it. But right now it's the Seahawks and the Packers right there at the top tier, and everybody else is lagging behind in the NFC. 
Is this Tampa Bay team a, a, uh, a, a I, I want to say, I don't want to say Super Bowl, but are they a team that's legitimately going to be vying for the postseason? Yes, I, I do believe so. I think defensively they're still good enough. They're fast and physical on that side. The loss of Vita Bay will certainly hurt, but they've got other guys. And Dominican Sue's having a really good year along that defensive line. So is William Golson. Their linebackers are outstanding, led by Levante David and Devin White on the inside and Shaq Barrett and Jason Pierre-Paul. And their secondary is young aggressive, and they've got some bright guys back there. You're going to see Antoine Winfield Jr., much like his dad, who played 14 years in the NFL, Bill. This is a smart, heady football player that Todd Bowles trusts to move all over the defense. He can play in coverage. He can blitz. He can get his hands on the ball. He's a ball hawk. He's a very bright player. So I think defensively they're good enough. When the, the offense catches up to the defense, I think this is going to be a playoff team. Uh, talking with Tom Krasnicki, host on 620 WDAE and 95.3 FM down there in Tampa Bay. So give us the lowdown because you, you guys are a lot like Wisconsin. Wisconsin was supposed to host the DNC and supposed to host, to host the, uh, the the Ryder Cup this year. Uh, we had a basketball team in the University of Wisconsin that won the Big Ten, and then that got shut down. The Brewers got shut down. The Bucks were on track to maybe win a championship. That got shut down. So now you guys get the Super Bowl, and you guys are looking at, well, at least Florida is open right now, but tell us what the, the setting is down there right now in preparation for Super Bowl. Well, the Florida, uh, the state of Florida is, is fully open. Governor DeSantis you know, is opening up the bars, which I'm sure makes a lot of people here happy. And in terms of the Bucks game on Sunday against Green Bay, there'll be about 15,000, 16,000 in the stands for that one. And we actually talked to Rob Higgins of the Tampa Bay Sports Commission, who was instrumental in bringing the Super Bowl to Tampa. We had him on our show this morning, and he said, right now, all systems are go. He's been in contact constantly with the NFL. February the 7th is when they're going to play the game here. So right now, as it stands, everything is supposed to take place as planned. So Things are going well here, Bill. We just had the Lightning. We just won the Stanley Cup. The Rays are victory away from going to the World Series. So right now, the right? Tampa Bay sports scene is about exciting as it's been since I've been here. You guys are buzzing. I was just going to say congratulations to your Lightning. Hey, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, the NHL season either going to start near Christmas or that oh, that uh, New Year's Day, correct? New Year's what Day. What are you hearing? Thinking about January of starting back up, yep. Okay, that's what I thought. I just wanted to be sure. Well, man, it's it's going on, and we're looking forward to seeing you when uh, hopefully we get down there. Uh, we, we got sponsors. We're good to go. We just want to make sure everything's going to be open, and we're going to be able to at least uh, do our program down there. But, Tom, uh, I'll look forward to seeing you when we get there, okay? I would love that, Bill. Come on down. We're opening up slowly but surely. Be safe, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, buddy. Talk to you soon. Thanks, Tom. There you go. Host on 620 WDAE, 95.3 FM down there in Tampa Bay. That's Tom Krasnicki. Go to T-Crafts, T-K-R-A-S, T-Crafts, over there on Twitter, giving us the lowdown on what's going down there in Tampa Bay. He joins us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus years. They've been getting it done. Call them 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. Radio Joe, you got your ride as well, right? Yes, yes, I do. My uh, brand-new Hyundai Sonata, which I absolutely love. You know, it is it is crazy in the COVID world that we're in right now. Uh, there are a lot of things we need to do still in our lives, uh, like getting groceries or maybe buying a new car because, believe me, it's probably happening to some of you, and you're probably asking yourself, Hey, if I'm going to a car dealership, am I going to be safe? Is everyone going to take the precautions there? Well, I can tell you right now, my friends at Hyundai West Dallas, they are doing everything necessary to make sure you can walk in, purchase a car, 
and feel safe when you're doing it. Did you know that they are number one overall in customer satisfaction? And again, when you walk in, you'll see what they're doing. The staff at Hyundai West Dallas, they take your safety very seriously, and you will notice everyone's wearing masks and they're wiping everything down. Even when you bring your car into service, they're putting steering wheel covers on so no germs are able to pass. Their showroom is always clean, and don't worry. If you forget your mask at home, they have free ones just for you. Some places you walk in and they'll charge you for a mask, not at Hyundai West Dallas. It's just one more reason why you need to get your new car from there, and they have the lowest prices in town, the best inventory, and they are the most respectful when it comes to your safety. They even have discounted prices on the 2021 Hyundai Palisade, the best-selling SUV around. Hyundai West Dallas, located just off of Highway 100 in West Dallas. Quick 15-minute ride from, say, Waukesha or downtown Milwaukee. And when you go in, if you mention my name, Joe Zanzola or Radio Joe, either one works, you'll receive an additional $500 off any new or used vehicle in their inventory. Hyundai West Dallas, where their ordinary needs to be extraordinary. Let's do this. We'll step away, take a quick break. We'll come back, and we'll talk a little bit more about Devontae Adams. But there's some good news, and we'll get into that discussion coming up next on The Bill Michael Show. You're listening to The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Now, a green and gold update brought to you by Concordia University, Wisconsin Veteran Services Department. Learn how to use your military benefits at cuw.edu slash veterans. In Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers getting ready to face the Buccaneers. Two players missed practice. Defensive back Kevin King with a quadricep and running back and return man Tyler Irvin with a wrist injury. Devontae Adams back at practice and talked about that tweet that he posted and then took down venting his frustration about being inactive for Monday Night Football against the Falcons. Uh, hamstring feels good. The tweet was taken down because I decided to take it down. A little frustrated when it happened, obviously, but then decided to take it down just so there was no distractions on game day and my teammates can go out there and take care of business without hearing about you know too much extra stuff. The Buccaneers' defense features Ndamukong Sue, Jason Pierre-Paul, and linebacker Devin White, led by defensive coordinator Todd Bowles, Matt LaFleur. Oh, there's a lot of challenges. Uh, this is an aggressive defense. This style of the play calls the players play extremely fast they've got speed on all three levels they're big up front the two inside backers are as good as it gets that's matt lafleur in green bay i'm mike clemens on the bill michaels show Well, you know what? 2020 has sucked, to say the very least. Adam Schefter reporting that the Falcons, they have shut down their facility after multiple positive tests, and some of the Falcons players uh, are now going to do things outside off-site since they have tested negative, but uh, there have been some positive tests. They don't say if it's players. It just says after some positive tests. In addition to that, I just retweeted this. When you have a vehicle that is on the ice and full of water and not only catches fire but then explodes, that's 2020. That's that's just 2020. That's just the way it is. In Rochester, New York, uh, and I just retweeted the video and everything, so um, 
you know, if you haven't seen it already, go check it out. But yeah, the the Zamboni caught fire and blew up. <laughs> it's just all the kids, everybody's just looking, you know, and here goes a Zamboni floating past and it's just it's just up in flames. It's fully engulfed. It things just burning to hell. <laughs> you know. When a Zamboni on ice full of water catches fire and then blows up. That's that's pretty much twenty twenty right there. So if you haven't seen it already, go to uh, my Twitter account, I should say. Go to Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels. Uh, at Bill underscore Michaels, you'll see the blue check mark there. And, yeah, that's it just sucks. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how else to put it. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. Yep. Choose monkey. There you have it. Uh, by the way, uh, Mark says uh, the one good thing has been uh, peewee and high school football. Uh, you're right. You're right. They've been able to play. They've been able to get it done. I completely agree. Hey, the uh, the good news, I guess, is is that uh, Devontae Adams, going back to that you know cut that you heard where Devontae uh, from Mike Clemens was talking about why he took the tweet down, uh, my assumption is, first and foremost, there was probably the, hey, Devontae, we nudge, nudge, hint, hint, wink, wink, we saw your tweet. Uh, the team probably didn't like that, but and he might have just rethought it and decided to take it down, but I would assume there was some nudging that went on there. However, uh, the good news is that it looks as if Devontae's going to be playing, and I think Kenny Clark's going to be playing in this one as, as well. So um, that's the good news coming out of the Green Bay Packers camp, and you got some guys that are starting to play and come back uh, as well. So uh, so we'll see. Uh, Equinemia St. Brown was practicing, and, you know, Kamal Martin was practicing. So, you know, hopefully, uh, if not this week, then in, in, you know, near future weeks, those guys are eligible to come off of that IR that they can. So so that'll be good. Get some fortification there for the Green Bay Packers. Don't forget this portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Quick Trip. Hey, they've got to take them, heat them, eat them. That's simple. Just like mom makes, all they do is they make a mom. There's little, little mothers, I think. I always picture little moms making this food. And then cutting it up and then serving it, putting it in these dishes, and then whoop, they seal it up and then they ship it out. So just like mom makes. And so you, when you ask, to, like tonight, you know, hey, what's for dinner? Go to Quick Trip. Grab them. Pop them in. Pull them out. Heat, eat, good to go. That's our friends at Quick Trip. They have got you covered. It's that simple. Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press Gazette will talk more about the injuries and who may or may not be playing this weekend for the Green Bay Packers. That discussion is next on the Bill Michael Show. To border the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.